Not all ships that were lost simply sailed into oblivion. On September 27, 1854, the Speedy Arctic, the finest ship in Collins' fleet, six days out of Liverpool and about 60 miles south of Cape Race, Newfoundland, was caught in a heavy fog and rammed by the small French steamer Vesta. At first, the damage to the Arctic seemed slight, but it soon became obvious that the flooding was rising faster than the ship's pumps could cope. The Arctic's captain, James Luce, steered his ship toward Newfoundland, hoping to run her into shallow water and save her. But while she was still some twenty miles short of her goal, the rising water quenched the fires in the Arctic's boilers, and she lost all power. With the ship's situation now hopeless, her captain ordered the passengers into lifeboats. In what was one of the saddest chapters of the history of the American merchant marine, the Arctic's crew, abandoning all pretense of discipline, commandeered the boats, in some cases physically throwing passengers out, and rowed away, leaving those still on board to their fate. Shortly afterward, the ship sank, taking with her almost 400 lives, leaving only 45 survivors. Tragedy would again strike the Collins line two years later. In late January 1856, Cunard's brand-new Persia was ready to set out on her maiden voyage from Liverpool to New York. By purest chance, the then-fastest ship on the Atlantic run, the Collins Line's Pacific, had left Liverpool just three days before with 45 passengers and 141 crew aboard. Although the captain of the Persia was firm in his protests that there would be no race to New York between his ship and the Pacific, the public certainly anticipated such a contest. There was much belching of smoke and furious churning of paddle wheels when the Persia pulled away from the dock that morning, but unknown to those watching her depart, there would be no record crossing for the Persia on this voyage. Five days out of Liverpool, making well over eleven knots, she ran headlong into a field of ice. Her bow was damaged, sixteen feet of her hull plating had its rivets sheared off, and her starboard paddle wheel and its housing were crushed and crumpled. Her speed reduced by more than half down by the head. Nevertheless, the Persia pressed on to New York, her iron hull having withstood an impact that would have shivered a wooden-hulled vessel. When the Persia limped into New York on February 9th, there was no sign of the Pacific. She had literally vanished without a trace. As more and more ships made port in New York and Boston and reported the extent of the ice field that the Persia had encountered, it became clear what had most likely happened to the Pacific. Running at eleven knots or better, she had driven into the ice, and the impact which the Persia's iron hull had been able to absorb had overpowered the wooden keel and frames of the Pacific, sending her to the bottom with everyone aboard her. It would be more than a century before her wreck was found in the same waters where the Persia had rammed the ice flow.